This is the Mobile Tech Podcast, brought to you by worldpodcasts.com. Now here's your host, Tank Girl, Miriam Jouar. Hi, and welcome to the Mobile Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Miriam Jouar, and today is Wednesday, June 6, 2018. I'm at Computex in Taipei, and my guest is Isa Rodriguez of Gadget Match. Hi, Isa. Yes, hi, Miriam. It's great to be here. Awesome. So we are day three, two? No, isn't it two? I it's think. two. Two, it's two. Two because officially, yes. because we had the press days, which yes. was minus one. Yes. And and uh, and so uh, it was kind of exciting. Like, we've got a lot of new announcements. I want to kind of get your, your thoughts mm-hmm. about what you saw, what you like, what you don't like. Uh-huh. Um, and, of course, there's a few things. And feel free to add to the topics, yep. any things. But I want to really start with, I think, the biggest announcement mm-hmm. for my audience, which is into phones, yes. is going to be the ROG gaming yeah. phone from Asus. Everyone's going crazy about that phone, to be honest. And I think it's about time that another brand gets in on the mobile gaming uh what picture? Yeah. Because we have the Razer phone, of course. And that market is a really big market. If you think about it, anyone who owns a phone can now game. I know. I was speaking with this guy for a uh, was it a tech company? Um, a tech gaming company that started in the Philippines. Yeah. And they are now in four Southeast Asian countries. Uh-huh. They grow. They grew so quickly because they wanted to build up uh, esports. And his point was, well, you know, your initial idea of esports is a bunch of guys on a computer, but these days that is not the case. Yeah. You have everyone with a smartphone and they're all willing to play games and they all probably already do so now the with the entry of the rog phone the rog phone like i think it's always a good gauge if your timeline screams about the news i have a couple of people just freaking out over the fact that one it's a mean looking phone yeah. I mean, let's be honest. I like it. I the, think, honestly, you know, the Razer was kind of too... Dull? In some way nondescript. Uh-huh. And, I was saying you know, dull. I was dull, even yeah. more harsh. You're being nice. <laughs> I'm being nice. Um, but I feel like it has... What I liked about the ROG phone's design is that it has that angular kind of aggressive mm-hmm. gaming phone design yes. that will appeal to gamers. But at the same time, I feel it still looks like a phone you could carry and use every day. Definitely. And it doesn't look ugly. And people yes. wouldn't be like... Oh, you're one of those gamers. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So that's always been my thing with gaming laptops. Yeah, they're kind of ugly, right? They're kind of ugly because I would probably use one because it's powerful. If you think about it. Yeah. Like, they can have a bigger editing. audience. Yeah. Exactly. Joshua uses a gaming laptop. But my thing is, even if I'd want to use one, if I'm not that type of gamer, I wouldn't. Because they're too big, they're too clunky. And this phone, though, even if it has the attitude, it's just the right amount of attitude that it isn't too overwhelming. Exactly. And, oh my gosh, so the back has that light that yes. you can actually change. Like, it, you can make set it to one color or the other, and then you can have it breathe. Yeah. Or I think there's a faster um, setting where it just like sort of is like a little disco ball. And you can synchronize <laughs> it with all your other uh, Asus yes. uh, ROG products, which is yes. really cool. So we were talking about this and basically the input was that the Razer phone, they made it very clear that it wasn't a phone for gamers, but it was a phone that was made for gamers in mind. Yes. But this phone is designed so you can game on it properly exactly the, the, it has buttons on the top sides yeah, yeah. so that the controls are yeah, easier the buttons yeah. are, they're in ultrasonic so they're not yeah. clickable but it detects your fingers it's yeah. on, it's on yeah, your left side and, and that's the little details too like the cords there's yeah. an attachment to it that switches the the input to the bottom when you turn it on its side yeah which is how we usually use phones yeah. to game, right? And that way, you can game in peace without all the cords on in the way. Yeah, it's so, totally awesome. And I think the fact that it has the USB connectors on both sides, even without the accessory, mm-hmm. you can still benefit from charging it on either yeah. port. I think the fast charge is only on the one side. Uh-huh. But but um, I, th- I think the light, you touched on the light, and I think I was so surprised that when Razer didn't put a light on their phone. Yeah, Because they right? do all their laptops. I know. And, and then, like, that's one thing that everyone feels is a gaming thing. I know. It was weird. I, so, 
I think design-wise, I think they nailed it. Design-wise? It's also wise? not too big, right? You know, the Razer yeah. is really big. So this is my thing with all phones I, I review. You have small hands. I have small hands. Yeah. So if you give me a phone that doesn't fit my hands, at the end of the day, it's not going to be a very comfortable experience for me. Exactly. And this phone, I feel just has everything in one package in terms of design. Yeah. Like, they totally nailed it. And I think dual speakers as well, just like mm-hmm. the Razer. We don't know how good they are. I didn't really yeah. get a chance to listen to them. But the Razer has really good front yes. speakers, right? But I think that they, you know, glass back, mm-hmm. so it's sexy. It and has it a little cutout nice. for the cooling yeah. system. It feels nice in hand. It's ergonomic. Definitely. It's not all square yes. and kind of like yeah. aggressive, you know? But you know what? An- one thing I'm curious about are the cameras. Yeah, we don't know much about that, Because we don't know much about it. And if there's one thing that people have hated on the Razor phone for... It's the camera. It's the cameras. I feel like if this phone has a good camera, I think it has a good camera system, like it would be a very great package. For sure. I think the big challenge for a lot of these phone manufacturers, right? If you look at Mm -hmm. Essential, Mm -hmm. you look at Razor, Mm -hmm. that's their first phone. Yeah. And usually they don't do the camera properly. That's true. But Asus has been making phones for a really long yes. time. And while their cameras have never been fantastic, they're not really they at least yeah. have some expertise. Exactly. And ROG is going to inherit that mm-hmm. expertise. So now we have, you know, all of Asus's know-how going uh-huh. into phone, not just ROG making their first yes. phone. Actually, I was talking to someone about this. We were like, this is a great idea. The only comment we have now is, why did this only come now? Because this seems like a logical thing to do from Asus and 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 Rob, right? I, I think a lot of it has to do with the the, the processing power, right? Mm-hmm. I think that uh, the the Snapdragon eight thirty five last year was okay, uh-huh. but the forty five really pushes the GPU performance mm-hmm. uh, even higher and. I don't know if you noticed, but to me, this is also super exciting, is that they worked with Qualcomm on the ROG phone oh, I didn't to know pick that. the best Snapdragons from the assembly line. Nice. They test them for performance, and they bin them. They pick the uh-huh. highest rated, fastest chips from the assembly line. Uh-huh. Not every chip That's is perfectly equal, right? I didn't know so, that. So, yes. So, not only is it a Snapdragon 845, uh-huh. but it's the best from the line. And, and the other thing that Razer didn't do that I think ROG did right was that little adapter that you were talking uh-huh. about that lets yeah. you plug the USB and yes. the headphone on the yes. bottom is also a fan. Yes. So this phone actually has a fan on its back without the attachment. Oh, it right? does as well? Yeah. I thought it was only a fan like when you put the attachment. There's a little, like, oh, there's the a little tiny grill. one yeah, the yeah. Back, on the I th- back. Yeah. I think it's just a vent. But right. the actual... Is it a... Yeah, it's just a vent. Well, it's a mechanism that allows Correct. it to cool down. It, yeah. Your cooling is yeah. built into the phone, whereas in Razer, mm-hmm. you don't see any cooling, yeah. so there probably isn't as good thermal mm-hmm. management. This has basically, you know, cooling without a yeah. fan built in, and then you can tack on that little thing, and yeah. there's a little spinny so fan on I it. So I think another thing that I find interesting with this phone is the attention to a accessories yes oh my so, god yeah, that's it, very smart because yes. they're gonna make a lot yeah, of money right because this, <laughs> it comes with that attachment that's an actual fan yeah. in addition to the vent that's yeah. already on the phone and then they have and my friends have freaked out about this that game vice controller thing. i know so game vice is apparently that company yeah, that came party. out with the idea of those two controllers yeah and i think they have a thing with nintendo right that's what i heard yeah i think so i mean basically they it's just it's like the in a way it's a lot mm-hmm. like uh, the nintendo uh, console right mm-hmm. so you you have these two things that snap on the yeah. side of the phone but they're designed to be custom fitting yes. to the phones and uh you know you basically got all the controls yeah. and uh, of course the Asus phone has Wi-Fi AD, mm-hmm. and so it's capable of doing Y-Gig mm-hmm. uh, video transmission mm-hmm. to a base station that Asus sells. So, so we actually tried um, this at the Qualcomm booth. And? We were able to play around with uh, the ROG phone, and they. I remember I was on my phone doing something else, and David and Joshua were shooting the phone, and I looked to my side, and I'm like, what are you guys doing? And they had a TV. And I was yeah. like, is that the game you were playing? They were like, yeah, yeah not easy, wirelessly. Yeah. And like, if you, it blows my mind. I mean, yeah. to be able to play, to play games, we used to need consoles. Exactly. And now you have this one phone that can basically do it all. So good design, good thermals, mm-hmm. important for a gaming phone. Hand-picked chip, yes. also good, important for yes. a gaming phone. Stereo speakers, front-facing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still a phone that does not look that you looks like you could use it every day yes. and be sexy and yes. even in the 
in the office, yes. right, when you're working. And, um, the you know, accessories, yeah. which is really great. And uh, I, I think the accessories, there's also one that is like a clamshell. Yeah, oh my gosh, that was so cool, yeah. And you get a second screen. Yeah, as I was looking at it, at fr- so how, how it looks is, yes, it looks like it's a clamshell with two screens. But what's great about it is you can't even tell which screen is the phone. Correct. Right? It looks pretty cool because at first I thought, I was asking why there were two phones. <laughs> like, why would you? Like, that doesn't make sense. There are two phones. You need two phones. And they're like, no. Like, one phone, uh, one one side is the screen and the other is the phone. Yeah. And it's just, it looks seamless. It yeah. looks well thought out. It's it the looks same display, very... it turns out. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, exactly the same. So we talk. We should talk about the display because mm-hmm. we don't know much about the cameras, but yeah. we do know a lot about yeah. the display. Six inches. Yes. So that's why we were talking about yes. earlier how it actually fits in your yes. hand okay because it's not too mm-hmm. big. And it's 18.9, mm-hmm. and it's 1080p mm-hmm. AMOLED, so it makes it a bit more manageable to drive 1080p yes. displays. But the thing that blew me mind is that it's uh, 90 hertz, one mm. millisecond response. Yeah. So for gaming, that's really, really good, yeah. right? Now, of course, Razer had an IPS panel, mm-hmm. and they support like 120 hertz, yeah. but they don't have the one millisecond response time. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to make I mean, a big difference for gamers. At yeah. Least. At the end of the day... I think the bottom line is gamers are going to enjoy this phone a lot. Not so. just because it looks good, but because of the overall experience. Yeah, and they'll have choices. Uh-huh. They can decide to, you know, add the game vice, as you said, add yes. the clamshell thing. Um, and what is it clamshell thing called? Uh, I can't I, remember, but I'll, yeah, the clamshell thing. I will thing. put it in the notes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, I have it all in my video if you guys go on my YouTube channel mm-hmm. and have a look. Um, but basically, the other thing is there's a dock for PC, like yes. for using it as a home PC. But you, yes. you dock it in, it's got a fan in there, so, and it's got HDMI and SD card and a bunch of other stuff. This is actually something that's great too, because if you ask people who own the Switch, one of the great selling points they usually the say is the fact that I can bring it around anywhere and I can dock it so I can play on whatever bigger TV I have at exactly. home. But this does that, plus it's a phone, plus it looks really badass. Yes, and the nice thing is because ROG already has mice and uh-huh. keyboards and monitors mm-hmm. and stuff, The with the sync light, the light can sync yeah. your phone. Oh my gosh. So it's an entire ecosystem. So ROG exactly. is actually really smart because mm-hmm. ASUS basically is selling not just the phone and not just accessories for the phone, but now it's all the, the existing ecosystem. accessories yeah. for PC will work yeah. with the phone. It, it's just, I mean, it's... Funny and amusing to see how the gaps are closing between the different types of tech. Exactly. It used to be mobile phones and yeah. then like the whole gaming section is different. The whole home entertainment section is different. But as we go through each year, we're seeing that those gaps between all these different technologies are closing in on each other. Yeah. And it's very interesting how uh, these different companies find a way to do that with each piece of tech. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, honestly, I think this is the, to me, this is the big announcement of the show. Uh-huh. I think primarily because I think, of course, I'm into phones, right? Yes. But I think that I was, I had very low expectations. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, based same. On, based on the same. other, yeah. there's, well, there's a Razor and there's another one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a Black one. Shark. The Black Shark. Thank and you. then there's the Nubia right. gaming So there's phone. even another yeah. one, right? So based on those, which I don't think we get in the US, yeah. we only get the Razor. Yeah. Um, I was my expectations were low. You uh-huh. know, I came into this. I'm like, ah, oh, what is what is what is Asus gonna do? Uh-huh. What is Rog gonna do? And honestly, yeah, they blew me away. Like, I Same. think this is fantastic. Definitely, you know? definitely. So, we'll I see. Mean, the thing happens. is, I'm not even that big of a gamer, but I look at this phone and I'm like, that looks nice. I know, and that is the general consensus. Yeah, and if that is the reaction, they're doing a good job i think they are mm-hmm. and you know i think the only thing right now we don't really know about is the price yes and the availability they said yes. it's going to be later this year so i think probably q3 yeah in time for the holidays yeah but that's the only thing though i feel like it will be expensive yeah but at the end of the day if you're if your target are gamers they are willing to pay for that experience exactly. right and we've seen that with laptops mm-hmm. right Definitely. and so eight gigs of ram 512 gigs of storage mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've talked to a special Snapdragon. So I think I I I would say you know if it's a, even if it's nine hundred or a thousand dollars, I don't think it's unreasonable. Uh-huh. Um, in terms of cameras, what we know is dual camera in the back, yes. and that it's AR enabled. Because Correct. even if we haven't tried it out, it's said 
on the phone, on oh, the yeah. back. That's right. That it's AR enabled. So it's a 12 megapixel main camera, mm -hmm. and then there is an 8 megapixel wide angle camera. So that's what we were wondering about because that's what we've been hearing too, but we're not really sure. So I'm, I, I think we'll find out soon yeah. because these are not, not everything is final about that phone yeah, anyway. Definitely. The front camera is 8 megapixel yeah. as well. And I think the f-stop on the 12 megapixel, uh, they told me, was f of 1.8, mm -hmm. which okay. is pretty competitive. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it would be silly for them to make an expensive, nice phone like that and have really crappy yeah, cameras. So I'm exactly. hoping that they've actually put some energy and effort into making the cameras. And that they've learned from the Razer phone. Yeah. Because if there was one big complaint, it yeah. was the cameras. Absolutely. Yeah. But speaking of uh, things that we got excited about in this show, one thing that... I personally loved yeah. was the ZenBook Pro 15. Yes, with so, a trackpad. Yeah, the yeah. track. So the ZenBook Pro 15 is a laptop with a really great 4K touchscreen display. Yeah. So that display is color accurate to the point that Pantone has given like approval ratings. I didn't even know they, I did, didn't that. Know they did that. But that, but they <laughs> did, and I'm like, well, who else to talk about color than Pantone, right? Yeah. But the special thing about this laptop is that its trackpad is an LCD screen. Exactly. And that's that's amazing to me. I know a lot of people are like, what do you need like images on your trackpad for? I'm like, dude, I need images on everything. <laughs> like, if it can feel like a normal trackpad, and it does, yeah. and you can put images on it, I say, why not? People buy, what do you call this, the MacBook with a touch bar. Yeah, exactly. And that's not even as useful. No. I mean, to be honest. Yeah. We both have I Macs in front of us. I personally don't like the MacBook yeah, with a touch bar I just, I got, I got a touch bar I just got a MacBook a few months back, and I'm like, why would I get the, touch, the one with a touch bar? Yeah, like, exactly. But this one, so you can press F6 on yeah. the laptop, and it gives you the different modes. Right. There's a, they call it a screen pad. They, there's a screen pad mode, which gives you certain shortcuts yeah, or tools, basically. apps, yeah. based on the um, compatible app. So it depends on what, so if you put on YouTube, it could give you the scrubbing feature yeah, on the exactly. trackpad. Or if you put in like, let's say Excel or Microsoft Word, which is also compatible to the trackpad, you have shortcuts on there. Yep. But then there's this, I forget what it's called, but like the extension mode. So it's yeah, basically so like your it, second Yeah, demo? it gives, becomes a second display for your... And they say that, to their credit, they said to me when I asked them about it that they recommend you use that with a mouse. Mm -hmm. So like that way you can really use it yeah. to displays because otherwise you're going to have problems, yeah. right? Because your trackpad doesn't yeah. really work when you get... So that's actually really interesting. They have So they have a, basically normal mode mm -hmm. where it's just a trackpad and they have like the, the mode where every... The, it's used as a second display yes. for custom apps mm -hmm. like basically you know or extending mm -hmm. the functionality on the main display and it's not a trackpad at that point yeah. and then there's the it's third one where cool. it rep, you do it becomes a second screen you can mm -hmm. put anything on it from the main screen down yeah and then that one they recommend you use with a mouse and you can flip between the modes um i think it's gonna be really interesting to see how it ends up you know in terms of user experience yes because i think we're so used to just touching our trackpads yeah. and not even looking so we had a mini argument about this yesterday we oh, had yeah? a facebook live show and i think they came from talking with you oh god so it was they came from talking with you at the qualcomm thing yeah and they told like they basically said that the the conversation was whether or not people would actually use something like this Although I'm taking it a step further because I think you were talking about the project precog, yeah, which is a bigger yeah. announcement. Basically, Asus had a just one more thing exactly. moment where they announced a laptop that was all screen. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, Asus just went, "Oh, we have a laptop, and the trackpad is an LCD." <laughs> but then they went, "Oh, but we have another one that's just all screen." Yeah, and, and then, then like, and then the funny part is after that. I was at the Intel keynote, uh -huh. and Lenovo announced that, so, that they're yeah. doing one too. But they said that their laptop was be will be available at the end of this year, right? Which is, I think, earlier. That might be earlier than the Project Precog, right? But the conversation was: Would you even want that laptop? Because some people were arguing that they like feeling their keyboard. Yeah. So I think. Look, I. I have some thoughts about that, mm -hmm. and, and I'm, I'm glad you brought it up because I think 
Part of me wants to say, remember when the iPhone came out and finally did touch properly? Yeah. Until the iPhone, we had smartphones yes. with touch. But it was yes. like, pen, it was like see, a See, a that was my point exactly. And it wasn't very good. Yes. And we didn't want it. And so we had hardware keyboards like yes. BlackBerry. And then the iPhone showed that you can type on glass and it's yes. actually a viable thing. And here we are 10 years later, or 11 now, and it's actually... Real. I, we see, use, see, we tap on glass and it's fine. That was exactly my point too. I'm like, you hate on it now. But at the end of the day, there's a learning curve and you get used to it. At the, like right now, we have phones with notches. Yeah. A lot of people buy them, but everyone hated on it. Yeah. We have phones without audio jacks. Yeah. We're still screaming, we want our audio jacks. But <laughs> how many phones have you used without an audio jack, really? Yeah. Because... It's come to the point where, yes, user input will matter, but technology progresses to a certain extent. And the first versions won't be as great, but, you know, you'll get there at yeah. a certain point. I think for me, look, I think if you're a writer, like mm-hmm. a lot of us are in the yes. tech journalism, you, you are used to a keyboard and a trackpad. Yes. And you want the tactile feedback. Definitely. But I want to point out to the people who are listening that... We're recording this on a MacBook 12-inch. You uh-huh. have a MacBook, MacBook it's a 15 uh, Pro inch. Yeah. In, in your hands right now. And both of them have trackpads that actually don't click. Yes. And when you tap on them, it feels like they click. Yes. So, so if you kind of expand that idea... Definitely. Why wouldn't you... So right? I've had this um, argument with Joshua, who's been saying that... I should maybe try using a mouse for when I edit because he sees me fumbling around and Joshua's so good with his editing workflow that he has his shortcuts and his mouse movements and he gets it done so fast. Yeah, right. But I don't want to because I like to be light. I personally, that's why I don't want to. I like to be light one and two. I have my gestures on my mouse. Right. And it, Admittedly, maybe it's not the best workflow for video editing, but I feel like I cannot be bothered to plug in a mouse just every and time I want to change my activity from writing to editing and or it's, whatever. It's your workflow. Everybody yeah. has their own. Yeah. Well, he's we just trying to help. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And just in case you're wondering, listeners, we're talking about Joshua Vergara, yeah. uh, our good friend that I've had on the podcast a few times now. And as an aside, he's just starting his uh, own new thing. He used to yeah. be an Android authority, and he's starting a new thing. So go it's, check out. Yeah, it's youtube.com slash Joshua Vergara. Thank you. So I think, personally, I'm very excited about Precom mm-hmm. and the yoga book, yeah. too. Because I think, honestly, for me, adapting to glass, I'll probably be able to do it fast. I feel if, like I would be, too. If there's good haptic feedback. Mm, yes. And if um, it is, um, you know, I don't know, if it's if the latency is not too high. Like, mm-hmm. like basically, the way Apple did the trackpad, if... If Asus can do that or or Lenovo can do that, I think I'll be okay. And personally, the option to be able to use that that other half of my computer as as a a display with additional information, like imagine these two, the the rest, the wrist, the wrist pad part being able to show status on yeah. my, my Twitter feed or my oh Instagram, my gosh, yeah. wouldn't it be great to configure exactly. whatever you want uh-huh. on the screen? Or like the way I see it, if this does end up as a thing, like. You could even change the way programs work. Right. At the end of the day, we've even had tablets and apps with, you know, that's, what do you call it? When they sort of tweak an app to fit a different oh, um, um, module? I- yeah, there's yeah, a like, universal, yeah, yeah. like, basically, basically you, you write yeah, it once and yeah, it works on yeah. all devices. Or, 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 like, so you have some apps and they made it compatible to different um, devices. Right. Like, for example, you have, let's say, an easier editing app and you can just drag and drop on your tablet. Yeah. Like, if they find a way to put that into a laptop with two screens, yeah. think about what you can do. But I guess the, the main the main concern from that conversation was that these are heavy laptop yeah. users. Right. So, of course, they have specific concerns. Yeah. But for the everyday person who just use their laptop for word processing, exactly. for watching movies, yeah. for doing Netflix. I think they're going to love being able to watch YouTube on one half yeah. and have their you know notification stream on the other Because I do that. I, I basically watch, phone. yeah, I watch YouTube on my phone and I type away while I'm on my laptop. Absolutely, yeah. So I, I personally think that in 10 years, 
lap- that people think that laptops are disappearing are wrong. Mm-hmm. I think in 10 years, laptops like that with a hinge that are like be able to be in tent mode or two yeah. screens vertical side by side or laptop mode where half uh-huh. of the screen has a keyboard and touchpad uh-huh. with good haptics is going to be the norm. Yeah. I think it's going to be the, the mainstream consumer laptop. I actually and I like that, that idea. And I think that like, like we have gaming laptops mm-hmm. and like we have, you know, video editing, heavy power mm-hmm. user laptops for business, you know, yeah. like, you know, you've seen business laptops. Yeah. They're kind of weird, but they exist and they they're do. very they important do. to the business exactly. world. I think we're going to see a generation of laptops that are old school uh-huh. that have a real keyboard and a real uh-huh. trackpad for people that prefer that. Exactly. But I think I, I wouldn't be surprised if the majority of laptops in the future mm-hmm. are just two slabs of glass with touch and haptics and yeah. you, you won't even have to worry about which way you're picking yeah. it up. I actually like that idea, you know, to be honest. You it put sounds it down like a, yeah. and it knows that the part that's flat is mm-hmm. the keyboard and it switches automatically. You don't have to think which way is up. Exactly. And I, there's cameras on both sides. Think so about the possibilities, though. I think it's going to be great. Like, yeah, same. I guess, again, it all boils down to how brands will execute. Yeah, and That's, it's going to take a few generations to be good. Because the iPhone, obviously, was pretty good from the, mm-hmm. the ground, you know, from ground yeah. zero from the beginning. But it got better. Yes. And Android was, you know, didn't even have a keyboard on screen when yes. it started. And now, you know, Gboard, I think, is uh-huh. my favorite. And, oh, you yeah, know, other people G-board. like others. But the point is... You know, there is um, an opportunity for this to develop and we need to start somewhere because I think right now we're stuck into what does a laptop look like? And that's the same thing with phones now. Yeah, absolutely. If if you think about it, I feel like one reason why we're so excited over the ROG phone is the fact that it looks different. Yeah. In the sea of notches, you have this cool looking phone that does so much great things. And well... There you go. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think that for me, what's got me really excited is that I have a, a struggle right now. Like, I like convertibles, mm-hmm. but I like ones that have a hinge, like the yoga style yes. or whatever, because I f- always feel like the tablet with the kind of like canvas keyboard, like a mm-hmm. Surface, to me, the, the detachable uh-huh, keyboard, yeah, yeah, yeah. it, it, it do- doesn't sit on your lap properly. You know, we all work yeah. on airplanes. We that's travel true, a lot. That's like, true. For me, I need something that's sturdy and yeah. steady. And so I don't like tablets alone that uh-huh. have a detachable keyboard so to me having two two surfaces uh-huh. that are attached all the time that i can flip in any way yeah. i want i can turn it into a tablet if i want to exactly. and i can use it as a keyboard if i want mm-hmm. to it's it's the most flexible option and i'm actually super excited about project precog and i think Same that the, the, in the shorter term the 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 zenbook pro um, with the, the screen pad that we talked yes. about, I think it's kind of a step in that yes. direction. And honestly, if you're like a, a heavy user, they have a core i9 option. Yes. They have like for video definitely, editing, that thing is going to be really amazing. It's, right? So that's also the great thing about the Zenbook Pro. Usually when people, when brands come up with all these big new things, they're not asking, like it's either it's, it's their capable tech option or there's another one that's the idea for show thing right and the the zen book pro is something that's so novel and yet it gives you the power that you need absolutely and i get that the project precog seems like something that's still too futuristic but if we're liking the idea of an lcd trackpad i know right? and you just it's basically making it bigger yeah exactly absolutely and I, and I think the, the challenge for the ZenBook Pro with the, the screen pad is going to be the ability to switch between the trackpad mode and the app mode yes. and the extend mode. I, I hope that they find a way to do it intuitively where you don't mm. have to use F6 to switch, yeah. that it kind of figures it out. Like you know, just, if you don't yeah. touch it for a while, it yeah. turns into the app. Yeah. And then... When you touch it uh-huh. uh, and you swipe, immediately it knows yeah. you're trying to trackpad and it yeah. switches to trackpad. But yeah. if you just tap, touch, you know, yeah. like, then yeah, it's yeah. actually just interacting with the apps. Yeah. To me, the only way that's going to be a, a good user experience is that if you can just kind of like, it kind of somehow auto detects a little bit the behavior. Yes. Yes. And it'll be really interesting to see how Asus does that. And mm-hmm. I think it's going to take, again, a couple of generations yeah. to be good. Definitely. But I wouldn't be surprised if in the future, um, a lot of the Asus laptops have the, the screen pad. I'm actually excited for that future, though. Yeah. <laughs> this is, to be honest, yes, the ROG phone is pretty cool, but I really gravitated towards the trackpad more. Because 
I'm a very visual person. Me too. To be honest, that ROG phone, I really, really liked it because of the glowing back. <laughs> I mean, I'm like... No, but it's cool. Yeah, it is. And I'm like, okay, it's a cool gaming phone. I see that. It looks really, really neat. But it has a glowing back. What? You can change it? That's cool. That, that was basically my reaction. It's customizable. Yeah. And it makes you give you, gives you an opportunity to change the, the way your phone looks. Yeah. And customize it. Like if today you're wearing red shoes, you can have a red Definitely. bag. Definitely. Yeah. But another cool thing that Asus unveiled, and yeah. I think this is something that not a lot of people have noticed because of all the hype. <laughs> like, I swear, Asus is the big winner in this year's Compute. But you I know, think. that's usually the case every year. I mean, that's... Asus is based in Taiwan. They're the biggest mm. Taiwanese manufacturer. They kind of win every time. I mean, I get that. But if they do win every year, they win like 200% this year. That's true. Like this with year, all the announcements that they, they really win. Yeah. yeah. It, everyone's talking about Asus. It's been how many days? Like two days? Yesterday. That's still what was it yesterday? Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, we've one, been two days for Rog, one day for Asus. There. Okay, so I, I feel like it's been a week. <laughs> we've been running around so much that I feel like it's been it's a crazy. week here. But yeah, what was I saying? You're talking about what the Asus announced and how they only oh show. yeah yeah. So they also announced the Asus Vivo Watch, watch. BT. Yes. Um, so. BP. BP. Blood pressure. Yeah. This is pretty cool because have you ever seen those portable blood pressure oh, they're things? they're terrible. They're terrible. They're big. They're clunky. And, and they're not real time. And if you think about it, traveling with it is just a pain. So you know what? I actually suffer from high blood pressure. Oh, well, there I, you, you know, know. I, I don't need to monitor it all the time. Uh-huh. But I would love to sometimes have a, a, something uh-huh. on me that I could check uh-huh. just in case I'm a little stressed or something. Yeah. And... and and you know I have you know I have, I take medicine so it's not a problem. Mm-hmm. So for me it's this, this is exciting. I've been waiting for the moment when the first continuous monitoring yes. device yes. exists. I think it's so, going to change the game for yeah. all of us. And so what's great about it is it's not really the the info that you get at one time which will give you a whole picture Correct. of your health. It's over the yes. day during it's, the day. It's throughout the day, it's yeah. throughout a month. It's the more data you have the better. Yeah. So that's what this watch does. Aside from being able to check your blood pressure, and it's pretty accurate. Yeah, which is unique. Nobody's yeah. done that, right? Yeah, you nobody's know, done anybody that. Anybody who's listening here is going, what's the big deal? It's actually a huge deal because nobody's been yeah. able to do continuous blood pressure mm-hmm. monitoring. Pulse we have, yeah. steps we have, but continuous yeah. blood pressure is a new yeah. thing. So it, it, this, this watch... Does the blood pressure? It also gathers your information, your health information, yeah, the steps, usual like, stuff. The usual yeah. stuff. It's not a smartwatch, but battery time is at twenty eight days. Twenty eight days. That's crazy. I know. My Fitbit Versa is four days. Four days. And people praise it for that. Yeah. They're like, "Oh my gosh, that's mind blowing! Yeah. Your your Versa is alive for four days." I know. Because most watches are like, although yes, I get it. It's a smartwatch. Yeah. But at the end of the day, though. Like, that's what I really make it do. Track my health stuff. Exactly. I turn off the, the connection to my phone because, like, sometimes I don't really need to get two notifications. Absolutely. But, see, think about it. It's on your wrist every day. It gathers your data. It can take your blood pressure. The next time you go to a doctor, you, you can just, show them. Yeah, tap into it. Yep. And you're there. And the thing is, it doesn't look bad, too. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, for, considering yeah. there's a big sensor in the front yeah. as well. I think... I think this to me is a big deal yeah. because even though it's the first iteration, uh-huh. I think, you know, I would be surprised if two, three years from now, every smartwatch, yeah. every health tracker has blood pressure Definitely. monitoring. It is just a standard feature. Yeah. And it also means that if Asus was able to do it, in a year or so, Apple will do it and it'll do it Definitely. better. Definitely. <laughs> but that's the thing with technology and that's the thing with tech shows like Computex. Right. You sort of see the trends and it's not so much what's going to be in the market right now. Yeah. But it's the direction that companies are going. Exactly. And you you get excited for it. I mean, sure, there are some people who don't like Project Precog or there are some people who who are wondering why they're building watches with blood pressure sensors. But at the end of the day, in five years' time or how many years it takes to sort of improve this technology to the point where everyone's willing to buy into it. Exactly. We're going to think back to this moment where we go like, remember Project Precog? Yeah. 
And exactly. now, like, everyone typing away in cafes with, like, their it's dual like, screens. We now say, remember when the iPhone came out exactly. and everybody has one and it's totally normal. Or, exactly. you know, remember when the first Ultrabook or the first MacBook mm-hmm. Air came out. And everybody was like insane, right? Right. And I think that's normal now. We don't think yeah. about it. You and that's like, that, that's see, it's so funny. I mean, we I I there was this random conversation with a friend when we realized that we live in a very unique time because our our in our lifetime we saw such a quick change. I know in technology and this like our 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 grandfathers or great grandfathers. They weren't able to see that. No. Like for their lifetime, they had those old school phones where you like crank it around. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Right? I grew up with uh, pay phones where you had to put in yeah, the coins. me too. And then there were phone cards, which I were at some that. point yeah, like a big deal. And then my dad used to have these phones that had texting, but no one ever texted. So it was just That's free. Right. To everyone, right? Oh, wow. And yeah. the SIM cards were built in. They, there were no SIM I cards. I remember that, yeah. And then... We came up with the feature phones. But, like, do you see how many changes we've seen? So, it doesn't really surprise me that in my lifetime, this switch happens. Yeah, absolutely. I've learned to keep an open mind. Because, yes. I, again, I feel like the biggest example is the notch. <laughs> Let's talk about the notch. Oh, my gosh. I still hate it. Well, me too. I mean, look, I actually don't really... I mean, I did originally and now I hate it less. Uh-huh. I think the reason I hated it the most originally is because I bought an iPhone X uh-huh. and you can't turn it off. There you go. I was going to say. The moment I was, I got a P20 <laughs> Pro, which was the first yeah, one I had with yeah. a notch where I could turn it off. Yeah. I was like, okay, I can live with it now. Exactly. And, and then, you know, once I knew I could turn it off... I was fine. I didn't okay. turn it off. That's the funny part. Okay. Is that I was okay with it now because I can turn it mm. off if I want to. I think people just want choices. Yeah, you want. Exactly. But I think I'm the same way. Although you saw my phone, I'm I've been using the Honor 10 and That's I turned a, the notch off. Yeah, but it's a nice phone <laughs> and it yeah. looks good no matter what. Whether you know the notch yeah. on or off. And now now I have a G7, I have a OnePlus mm-hmm. 6, I have a P20 Pro, all three with notches. I have a, you know, and so I'm like I'm I'm not that upset anymore because yeah. I know I can turn it off and I've yeah. tried it turned off and you use it turned yeah. off and choice is just wonderful yeah. because you know even with it off you can still have the notification the time yes. not take up real estate exactly. and it makes a huge difference I think I think that was a difference like if you realize that the notch is there but this on the sides of the notch you use that space for a notification then it becomes a little better because you're so. like you're just saving this okay yeah. I get it but, like, the idea of the notch annoys me still. <laughs> well, because, because it's an interim thing. You know, in a year or two, uh-huh. we won't have that anymore. So, we call the notch the bangs of the phone. <laughs> it's like, it's having a, it's, it's getting a bad haircut. Eventually, it'll grow out. Yeah. Or yeah. people get used to your yeah. new weird look. So, there's but I that. Think, I think what bothers me more right now about the phones that are with the notch, that are mm-hmm. Android phones, is that none of them are seamless at the bottom. Like the iPhone has no chin, mm-hmm. but all of the Android phones with a notch have a, yeah. a, sometimes a tiny chin uh-huh. and sometimes like the P20, a big chin because of the fingerprint True. reader. And I don't get it. I, Why it they put it there, right? It's like it's a half uh-huh. ass. It's like, you know... Why do you have to put the notch there in the first place if it's not going to be bezel-less? In the, exactly. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Although there are new phones that are coming out without... Um, what do you call this bezel supposedly supposedly but yeah. you, you know I don't know if you saw as an aside I'll put this in the show notes uh, the Lenovo Z5 was oh my god! and they totally cheated on us so everyone feels betrayed I know. at this point I saw a tweet which said I hope you're happy Lenovo I hope that that buzz like did something for you because now you've totally lost our trust exactly it's ridiculous like, I don't see why they tease something and then just it doesn't know. make sense in my head to be honest i don't, I don't know what to say i just the bottom line is the z5 is a nice looking phone it has a notch and it has a tiny chin why didn't they just were honest about exactly. it exactly for 200 dollars actually looks like a really nice phone exactly. and yet they completely blew it by just being jerks i d- i just honestly feel lied to and i don't like that <laughs> like, it's terrible i could have considered looking at that phone but now when i see it i feel like 
this is the phone they, that they I got lied to about. Yeah, they lied. And that doesn't sit well with me. I want to go back on something you talked about on something you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. which is uh, we we're talking about, you know, laptops uh-huh. and Zen books. And I actually have a Zen book S. Uh-huh. Oh, there so I was going to ask you about this because... <laughs> I will, I've been meaning to run to the Asus booth to take photos of you the can different take colors. Of it if you want. No, I wanted the red one. Mine is the blue one. I saw I saw your unboxing. <laughs> yeah. Um I am very big on color. The like, red one is amazing. So apparently they came up with a lot of prototypes of what type of red they wanted to ah. make this Zen book. In, I didn't know that. And they picked out this red because they were like, this is the rust red thread. <laughs> and I've seen it in photos. I haven't seen the red one in real life. And this is my thing. We're at the point where we're making laptops with two slabs of glasses. Basically. We're at the point where we're making phones that are so badass, they look the part. Exactly. Why can't I have devices in colors I want? I know. I mean, to I'll be tell honest. You why. In my opinion, this is, and this is more of a US centric mm-hmm. view. So, you know, you're based in yeah. the Philippines. So I feel that the Americans, at least, and maybe the Europeans, they like the idea of color, but uh-huh. when the money, when they have to buy and put uh-huh. money on it, uh-huh. they're very conservative and they buy beige or gray. Yeah, because it black. matches everything. Because right? it's, and they don't want to be offensive. Uh-huh. And I think more people need to commit. And I love about, yeah. what I love about Asia. Asia is that you can buy phones in red and phones Definitely. in blue and phones in like these bright colors. Yeah, so there's this one thing I love that's happening in the consumer tech arena. Yeah. All these phones with colors, with gradients, with different back designs. Like, I know. have you seen the Oppo F- yeah. F7 I Diamond? F- photos, but I didn't see oh, it. Oh, I, I didn't one bring there? it. I had okay. one, but I didn't bring it. Um, but yeah, point is, I think that it's right for companies to realize that smartphones are not merely devices that we use out of necessity anymore. Exactly. Smartphones a have fashion. become a fashion statement. Yeah. They've basically become an extension of self. Exactly. Because there are some people who buy, let's say, the OnePlus. Yeah. It's because it's in their personality to have a practical powerhouse that they Is affordable. are. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. People who buy the iPhone, at a certain extent, are buying into the lifestyle that Apple offers. Yeah. People who buy, at least in Asia, uh, we have a lot of selfie phones. Yeah. But you have Oppo and you have Vivo. And people who are into selfies or social media buy into these phones because this is their identity. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of smartphones, a lot of smartphone brands are very successful when they come up with campaigns that capture the persona of the market they want. Absolutely. And I feel like this is why the P20 also was very successful. Yeah. Because they're saying, yes, this is a powerful phone. But at the end of the day, it's not just a plain phone. We put thought into the people and, who use it. And this must bring us back to the Rob, to the Rob phone. Exactly. Because it has a personality. It's the same way. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, of course, it's not... Um, pink or whatever no, but again that's not the personality, it's personality and like it doesn't yeah. care because yeah. it is that phone for that type of person I agree. I agree. and coming back to that these feelings also extend to laptops right i mean i they, they can see this of course but i'm i'm on a macbook and it has a pink case in, yeah it's it. beautiful actually. because I want it to be mine. Exactly. What makes it mine is how I, I, I embellish my things. And Absolutely. if a company can do that for me, why not? Which is why I've been like, you saw me with the honor. I picked this up because I love the color. But prior to this, I was on the pink P20. Right. Because the I'm pink like, one is nice. dude, it's pink. I saw your photos. Yeah. They were so good. Right. Thank way. you. Yeah. It, it was so hard to photograph, but. I remember. I mean, I mean, your photos look like catalog labels. <laughs> They're so good. That was a product of us running around a whole afternoon chasing light under different, what, materials. Uh-huh. So just so we could capture the gradient. Yeah, that's it's, awesome. it's prettier in person, to yeah, be honest. I, I bet. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, the reason I brought up the ZenBook S is uh, because they launched it here. Uh-huh. And they actually somehow gave me a review unit that's before cool. everyone else. No, I know. So we were like, where's the ZenBook Pro? And then I, I think it was Shai said, oh, Miriam has a, has a video on it. Yeah. And that's why I, I saw so it. So let me tell you the story, everyone. So I want to, first of all, I want to say <laughs> uh, 
full disclosure, Asus is a company who sponsored me uh-huh. and brought me to Computex. Uh-huh. So in the process of that, they said, hey, I said, no, actually, I said to them, hey, I would love to have an Asus branded laptop to use at the uh-huh. show, right? You yeah. Need to give yeah. you some love, right? Definitely. And they, uh, uh, they said, okay. And I said, great. And they said, uh, we'll send you one. <laughs> and then... I get this in the mail. Oh, my God. And I'm like, what is this? I've never seen this. Uh-huh. And, you know, I don't know much about yeah. Asus's laptop line because yeah. I'm a MacBook user yeah. primarily. So I was like, I researched the number and I couldn't find anything about it. So I, I, I emailed Good them back job. and I'm like, I'm like, what's going on with this laptop? And they're like, oh, we're going to announce it at Computex. I'm like, you didn't even give me an embargo yet. And I was like... Thankfully, I did not yeah. post anything yeah. about it, right? So I made a video that I recorded uh-huh. and put on YouTube, like private uh-huh. for later, yeah. right? And I took some photos, which I published when uh-huh. the embargo. And then finally, that's nice too. Finally, right? they gave me the embargo and everything. Oh, but <laughs> it was yeah, it was. That's so funny. You know, it's it's how it works sometimes. So mm-hmm. so yeah, um, honestly, it's it's light. Uh-huh. It's thin and it's it's military it's, grade. Yeah, it's pretty small, yeah. pretty strong. Like that hinge, you know, that lifts the, ergo the keyboard. Lift. The ergo yeah, lift. it lets the airflow underneath, uh-huh. so it cools down. And it the makes computer. you like it makes it more comfortable. Yeah, to it, type gives on, me, right? it gives you a little bit of uh, of, uh, of of ergonomics. Yeah, and. I, you know, at first I was a little concerned that it, it might be a fragile design, but uh-huh. if you look on, like if you look inside, like uh-huh. you, you look, it looks the same design as like a, a MacBook uh-huh. or any other hinge. So the hinge is not going to be uh-huh. less strong. So even if it looks a little different, uh-huh. some just, people yeah. don't like the look, but honestly, it feels good on your lap, uh-huh. which is important. So yeah, that's a thing because I have my case that has these tiny bumps just so it's not on its back completely. Because I've had laptops like sort of die on me because I use my laptops in bed. Oh, yeah. And, they're, and they're, like if it's like completely flat, it just sort of blocks the whole back of the laptop. Totally. Yeah. 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 And it's bad for That's them. That's me. Yeah. And they slow down yeah. and it's terrible. But so this this laptop supposedly comes in like really pretty colors. So there's I a think, blue yeah. with gold accent, which is the one I have. Mm-hmm. It's almost a black. It mm-hmm. looks like a black. In most light, it looks it like looks a black. It looks sleek. If you go outside, though, it looks blue. Uh-huh. And then um, it the red comes one in is red. The red one is amazing. Uh-huh. It comes in a black, uh-huh. I think, as well, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and look, the, you know, not only did they send me this thing, uh-huh. they sent me the best one. Uh-huh. 4K display, Core wow. i7, 16 gigs of RAM, Dude! 5 SSD. This thing is a screen. It is so fast, and um, battery life is the only thing I uh-huh. haven't really don't have enough data yeah. to tell you. It seems okay, mm-hmm. but I don't know if it's as good as I'd like it to be. Uh-huh. But for the weight, the size, uh-huh. the thinness, yeah, um, and the performance, uh-huh. like I barely hear the fan, and oh, and wow. it's like you know, considering sometimes I do video editing and stuff, yeah. that's pretty impressive. So. You know, I'm not saying this because of, you know, Asus bringing me to Computex. I don't don't have any horses in this race. Well, they didn't bring me to Computex and I wanted to run and see the red one. It's a good, it's a good laptop, I think. mm -hmm. I think it's, uh, the designs, it will be very polarizing. Mm -hmm. I think some people are not going to like the Ergolift design and some people will. To be honest though, I feel like that's nitpicking. Yeah. It's such a tiny thing. When you're typing on it, it's not like you'll see. When it's in front of you, you don't even notice. And then it's only when you look at it from the side, yeah. you're like, oh, this is different. And like, no one's going to peek at no, your laptop no. and go like, what is that weird thing no. on the back? Dude. But the funny thing is that I ended up having to not show it for the first few days. <laughs> That's so, true, though, because you can't just walk around. <laughs> so so because of the embargo, obviously. Uh-huh. But yeah, I, I was very, you know, having been a tech journalist for a long time, mm-hmm. I was very, when I got this and I was like, I don't see any information online. Let me check with them, right? And, That's uh, good. They were like, yeah, uh, is something real? I'm like, wow, really? And I think I might be the f- only journalist in the whole no, world. No, because I that haven't seen, I haven't seen anyone. Else and I feel, so I feel very grateful. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's been a great laptop. I'm going to continue using it for a while. And I'll probably do a review on my YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. But right now, you can go check out the unboxing. I'll uh-huh. have it in the show notes. You can see what it looks like. Uh, and I didn't bring the AC adapter or anything with me because it's nice. It's USB Type-C, so I can use the same yeah. laptop charger as my Mac yeah. and everything. You know, USB Type-C is growing on me. Oh, I have I to be it. honest, the dongle life wasn't something I was pretty but now happy it's fine, about. Right? But now it's fine. Yeah. And now I like being able to charge everything in one go. I agree. It's, it's so, Again, it's, it's another one of those things that grows on you. Exactly. It's technology. You were at the ROG press conference, right? Or, no, I wasn't at the okay. restaurant. One of the th- I just I, this is not I'm not you know I'm not a gaming PC mm. person. But the thing that was really funny about the Rock press conference is other than the Rock phone, which was awesome, mm. was that they actually showed um, 
cooling fans and power supplies with built-in OLED screens. What? So what? yeah, yeah, you put the cooling fan on your on your CPU and it shows you on a tiny oh. little screen what the temperature and all that other stuff is. Okay. It's kind of crazy. See, you know what? I again, I'm also not um that much of a gamer, but the one thing that I've always loved about gaming laptops and obviously why I was so excited about the rug phone which I said earlier was the light like it's always all these pretty lights I'm like why can't a normal laptop have that I totally go for that I agree and actually I think there's a market for not so masculine not so gaming looking but it still has the cool lights yeah somebody want to make a laptop like that for us or a phone like that for us yeah definitely but see another thing is also at this day and age, there are a lot of women gamers. Exactly. And, I mean, I really, like, the, the lineup for gaming laptops that we have right now, they're just not so good for ladies. I agree. I mean... They're too masculine looking. And not even that. They're too big and too heavy. Too heavy, yeah. So, yeah. I, so we used to have... Um, we had this girl on our team who used to carry around a Predator. Yeah. And it was half her size. <laughs> half of the time, I was scared that it would, they, she'd tip over because it was such a big thing. Yeah, it is. And she had the Predator backpack. And when she wore it, it was her size. Wow. Like, if she just folded over, you could put her in the bag. <laughs> I'm like, this is crazy. That's insane. Yeah. So, so something more sleek, probably. Yeah. It doesn't have we, to look less badass bring us the sleek uh gaming laptops and the sleek yeah in general uh colorful laptops but i think that's also the thing with a rog phone so i think razor was just too bland yeah people can say it's sleek they didn't have much imagination yeah you know but the rog phone had see it's sleek and it also looks good so there there there's the difference i think so what else did we see at Computex? What else did uh, you find so far? I mean, we were still on day uh-huh. two. There's three more days, I think? Four more yeah, days? Yeah, there are a lot so more days. What else so was caught I, your eye? Well, I went to the Qualcomm press conference. Oh, let's talk yeah. about the 850. Yeah, That's super so, important. So, okay. Oh my God, we almost forgot. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Tell us, tell, okay. tell the audience about so the So basically, Qualcomm has just released the 850 chip. That is not going into your smartphone. Correct. They're going into laptops and two and two in ones. Yeah, I think yeah, if I'm not so mistaken. So a lot of people are confused about this. This is not a mobile chip. Yes. This is a tablet, laptop, what they call always connected PC yes. chip. Yes. So it's designed to run Windows 10, optimized yes. for that. Yes. Not going to be in any smartphone. Yes. It's not replacing so, the 845. Yeah. The 845 is still the king yeah. of the hill for smartphones. Bear with us. I know it can get pretty confusing Definitely. with these processors. Um, just a quick plug. We made an explainer, a Snapdragon explainer on our website. It. Yes. Awesome. Because I'm, I've been in tech. This is probably my first full year. Uh-huh. And I remember coming in and all the Snapdragons and all the numbers it's complicated. were very confusing to I me. Know. I'm like, you're telling me that an, a later, um, Snapdragon 400 is what? The same as like an earlier 600, but then what are the tiers? I don't like. So it was. I was just confused. But you get it. You you get it at some point. And well, the quick explanation is that technology is at the point where chips that used to power the the same type of chips that power smartphones uh-huh. can be put in laptops. Yep. And so Qual- Qualcomm was basically Qualcomm who makes these chips. Basically went. What are the problems that people have with laptops? Yep. Battery time, connectivity. So these are the things that they sought out to solve. Exactly. And with the new chip, they have improved battery that battery time. They have like there are a lot of like a host of like improvement. Yeah. But yeah. basically it's that. It's you have these devices that are always connected and that won't turn off even after you use it for a while. Exactly. You know how great it was? How great was it? <laughs> Tell me, sir. How great was it? I will. No, because there was a guy at the booth. Yeah. He was basically like, oh, this display laptop, it's actually mine. Uh-huh. I used it at home, got on the plane, used it on the trip here. It still has, like, battery. <laughs> yeah. You know where he flew from? 
San Francisco. San Francisco, yeah. So how long was that flight and how miles, great was hours, that? Because yeah. I used, I remember the laptop I had before this. It was an old 2009 MacBook, which I switched to an SSD. And like it worked well enough. Enough. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well enough. But the problem I had was like battery time was like an hour at some point. Yeah. But like, can you imagine just being able to type for like I know. A few it's days? amazing. I think it's going to change the way we do. Yeah. Uh, mobile computing i think i just want to explain a little bit to the listeners that last year at computex like a year ago mm -hmm. uh, qualcomm announced a partnership with microsoft mm -hmm. that they were going to make a, an 835 version like they're going to make lap pcs uh that can run 835 can yes. run windows 10 right so basically we saw a few pcs come out mm -hmm. with asus made one uh, and then lenovo made one yes. and hp made uh -huh. one i think i think h yeah and exactly. so but the thing about the 835 was it was just like, let's see if we can do this yeah. and run Windows 10 properly. Yeah. And it worked. And I tested <laughs> Yay. it. I did a video for Mobile Geeks last uh -huh. year. Check it out. But it wasn't perfect. Yeah. So a lot of what they were trying to achieve last year is really being possible perfectly fine yes. with the 850 this yes. year. And so the devices are not here this at Computex. Yeah. They're going to be out in the fall and the winter. Yeah. And we're going to see, I think, some very slim, very light, mm -hmm. very slick, sexy laptops yeah. and tablets and two-in-ones that are going to run Windows 10 really well. Mm -hmm. And are going to have, as you said, super insane battery yeah. life. And one uh, gigabit uh, yes. Uh, yes. LTE, right? Yes. So 1.2 gigabit, I believe it supports. And so the 850 is based on the 845, mm -hmm. but it's optimized specifically for applications yes. of tablets and 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 notebooks in the sense and, and laptops in the sense that they can run it a little hotter mm -hmm. because there's cooling in there right which you don't have in the phone mm -hmm. and they can run uh you know they've optimized some aspects that are more required more necessary like memory bandwidth and stuff yeah. like that so it is definitely um not meant for smartphones but it's big news because once these things come out in the fall i think we're gonna see uh, a complete radical change in the yes. world and our workflow yes, like we definitely. will leave our chargers at home yes and it will make our and we will yes. also not have to worry about wi-fi we'll just be able to connect wherever we are which is the dream really it is right the dream. yeah absolutely it's, i and i i was telling who was it i think it was david uh, david amel yeah. um that well this is the lifestyle i mean how i personally am okay with longer flights and longer layovers so long as i find a socket Correct. Because if I'm able to work... Then you're good. Then I'm good. Like, that is not time-wasting. And time now wasted. you won't need a socket. Exactly. For an entire trans-Pacific flight. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's, that's amazing to know, me. That blew my mind. But yeah. there's also... Uh, they were saying that uh, within the year and or next year, there'd be 5G-enabled devices. Yeah, so that's the next logical mm -hmm. step, right? 5G is a big thing. Mm -hmm. This is not going to happen the 850. Yeah. But we'll see it uh, probably maybe the first chips, I think, in the next two years at uh -huh. least. Uh, I mean, everybody's talking about it. Yeah. Intel's yeah. talking about it too. So, I mean, I think 5G is going to change everything because um, latency and bandwidth are going to be yeah. radically improved over yeah. 4G. So I hope so. I think it's going to make a big, <laughs> big difference. Um and, you know, I think uh, they think they showed some stuff here in Taipei for Computex. I think uh, last year, um trying to remember, uh, somebody showed some 5G this year for sure. I remember. Was it um, Intel? I can't remember for last year, but the last time I was, um, I was at an event where they were also talking about 5G was actually MWC. Huawei. Oh. Was yeah, talking about five G. So all the big companies really are going that direction. Oh, for sure. So I mean, Verizon is is rolling out five G in mm -hmm. the U.S. right now for home internet, ah, like not mobile. So yeah. if, you, if you don't have a cable yeah. in your area or something, they can serve you as five G. Nice. Uh, and of course, it's only just starting to roll mm -hmm. out in very limited markets, uh -huh. but it's it's, it's coming. There. It's there. Yeah, it's happening. Okay. So we're getting there very very quickly. It's a crazy life we live in. Oh my gosh! Think about it. Once upon a time. Your phone, and this is the best way I could explain even to non-tech people about how quickly technology has moved. Yeah. Once upon a time, your smartphone cameras, yeah, they were VGA. I know, right? Like you're Remember looking that? at you're looking at triple camera setups right now, forty megapixels. That's the most that I've seen on I a know, phone. Absolutely. And like there was a time 
when like three <laughs> megapixels was a big deal. Was a big deal. Yeah, I remember that. And we loved it. We I were know. like selfie with our what eighty two tens or something. Exactly. But see, that happened in our lifetime. So again, this is why I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm keeping an open mind as to what I'm gonna see next. I know. To be perfectly honest, technology is amazing, but even more so, like especially now that I'm in tech and things are explained to me, like it it blows my mind. I know. Like, we're what? very we're we take it for granted. Everybody's using this technology mm-hmm. every day, and it's just part of our lives, and we forget how uh-huh. important it is and how like magical it is in many exactly. ways. Exactly. And so I think it's awesome that people are you know enthusiastic about mm-hmm. it. People like you, Isa. Yeah, I know. I I never thought I'd be gushing about a chip or a gaming phone, but I'm here doing exactly that. Exactly. But going um I'm going towards that whole tone. Computex is also one of the biggest startup venues. It is, absolutely. And one of their highlights, of yes, one of their highlights is Innovex, uh-huh. which I think opened today. Was it today yeah, or was it, was it also yesterday? It's a subset yeah. of the Computex show here uh-huh. in Taipei, yeah. And, well, this is always my favorite. Just going around the Innovex store and check out the little startups. things I know. I know. And you get these crazy yeah. little startups. I know so this, cool. is, this is the most fun thing that happened because last year was my first year at Computex and I was a little confused as to what I was doing. I was like, what is happening here? <laughs> what, is, what is, again, this was still me when I go like, what is a processor? Yeah. What is happening? <laughs> so I walk into... Um, the startup space, right? Uh-huh. And I see this guy holding his finger up to his ear. I'm like, what is he doing? Oh, yeah. And so <laughs> I learned about this startup company that isn't such a small startup company anymore. Not anymore. They're the Ori uh, rings. Ori ring. Basically, you wear this ring and it turns your finger into a speaker. A speaker, yeah. Um, it uses bone conduction and you can create calls, make calls on it. And it's just, it's just pretty cool. To be honest, I remember walking into it and the guy making me try it and I did not believe it would work. It's like magic, right? Yeah, yeah. I did yeah. not believe yeah, yeah, yeah. it. I know. And so I did. We wrote about them. Uh, we wrote, I think we made a video. We did another follow-up from last year. And I just saw the guy earlier, the, the, the dude from Ori. And it was like, it was so nice seeing the company, like seeing them Thriving. do good. Yeah, yeah. The, the, he was like, you know what? We're at version two now. And like, we're okay. And we're doing well. Like there's funding. So it, the thing is, this guy basically started this company because I think they had a relative that was hearing impaired. Right. And like, you see, at the very core of it, each of these startups, they come, they're born because of an idea. Exactly. It's just a small yeah. idea and then they turn it yeah. into something bigger. And it's beautiful to see that grow. Yeah. Because sometimes it's so easy, especially with us, it's so easy to be jaded. Oh it's so God, easy yeah. to be like... What is that phone? What what were they thinking? Because these are big brands. <laughs> yeah. They're not personal anymore. Yeah. But at the core of each brand or at the core of each startup, there's that. And it's easier to humanize, I guess, because you see the struggles. And I think it should be noted that Computex tries to be that. At the opening, at the Titra opening the other day, um, I forget who it was. I'm so bad with names. But they were basically saying on stage that three years ago, there was a shift in Computex. And now, like, they'd want to provide a venue for these startups to find what they call partners. Of course. It's not even investors. It's not even, like, it's yeah. partners. It's Some, very important. Like, they say that, you know, all these ideas are great and all. But without the right resources, without the proper backing, they're just that. Yeah, and here you see those thrive. And honestly, it's just pretty cool. I was talking to a dude. I was talking to a dude with a stuffed toy earlier, and I was oh, like, yeah? "Okay, there was a dog stuffed." I was like, "What is this?" And he's like, "Well, this machine has a camera, has Wi-Fi connectivity. You can connect it to an app. It has speakers, and it gives out a treat to your dog." Oh, cool! Like yeah. we saw that. We saw people from travel apps. We saw people with. Portable air purifiers. Wow. Like these are so random and you won't see them everywhere. That's what I love. It's so like the, the startup alley or whatever you want to call it, Innovex Mm -hmm. is really what's cool about it is you never know what you're going to expect. Exactly. I mean, last year I remember finding emoji power banks and like cat shaped (laughs) speakers. And I'm just like, I want all of those. I mean, the thing about Computex is that there's all kinds of crazy stuff. Like yes. there's an entire area that's just routers mm-hmm. and you feel like you're surrounded by spiders with all the antennas. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you're like, ah! it's so funny. But, you know, I guess 
what always inspires me is how is what it symbolizes really yeah. isn't it? it 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 symbolizes how technology moves forward and i always find it funny that you have like big announcements like asus and everything which are great and all but side by side with it yeah. you see all these small people that maybe one like, day will be as big as asus exactly. exactly and i find that inspiring well on that note we should wrap it up i uh-huh. want you to introduce your you know your th- yourself yep. in more detail tell people where they can find you online all right all so you can find me on gadget match um that's gadgetmatch.com we're also on youtube gadgetmatch twitter instagram i also have a, a little project a more lifestyle arm of gadgetmatch that's her gadgetmatch you can like our page on facebook that's facebook.com/hergadgetmatch or visit our microsite that's hergadgetmatch.com Awesome. Well, there you go. You heard it here. Uh you guys know where to find me, of course, but before I tell you, I need to thank our other sponsor. Uh as I said, Asus is helped me get here today, but our main sponsor is audible.com. Ooh. And Audible is pretty awesome. So if you like uh, audiobooks or you're stuck mm-hmm. on an airplane for 12 hours and you or, don't have the always on always connected laptop. <laughs> exactly, or you have a commute every day and you want to enjoy Uh, listening to books mm-hmm. instead of reading them because maybe it tires your eyes yeah. or you want to go to sleep without having to look at something. Audible.com is your place to go. And so the the link you should uh, follow will be in the show notes. It's uh, audibletrial.com slash mobiletech. That's audibletrial.com slash mobiletech. Please click on the link to support the podcast and you can also join Audible that way. Uh thanks for you know thanks for their support and thanks for you supporting the podcast by uh clicking through. Um you know where to find me I'm at @tankgirl on Twitter that's T N K G R L uh like the comic book character without the vowels. Um Instagram is the same handle. My YouTube channel mm-hmm. is youtube.com/miriamjoar my full name spelled out Miriam with a y. Uh you'll find a lot of videos there that mm-hmm. kind of help along with the podcast that tell you the devices I'm playing with and shows you them so you can have some images to go with your listening and uh check it out and please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast mobiletechpodcast.com go there get the RSS feed one uh you know pocket cast iTunes overcast everywhere um and subscribe subscribe to the YouTube channel all that good stuff Isa, thanks for being on. No problem. Anytime. Awesome. This was this was really really It's a lot fun. Of fun, right? Yeah. All right. We will see you very soon. Cheers everybody. Bye. This has been the Mobile Tech Podcast with Tank Girl, proudly presented by worldpodcasts.com. You can visit us online at mobiletechpodcast.com.